Hi and hello. Welcome to the Planting the Seeds Show. I'm James Edward Lamb III, your host, bringing you seeds from God's Word. And I want to thank you for joining me today as I plant some seeds into the soil of your heart, only to let the Holy Spirit do the rest. How am I going to do that? With words of praises, of course, scriptures and phrases. My one and only goal is to do these things for my Lord, and that is to exhibit Him, to put my Lord on display, to show you what I see Him. I want to expose Him for who He is, which is that awesome power He possesses, His pure greatness with a capital G, because He's that almighty, powerful, living, Yes, you heard that right. I said living God, not that fake, dead, little G-God who can't and will not do anything for you. Yes, this God, my God, and if he's your God, then you know you can count and depend on him because his word never fails. Plus, also allow me to promote some of his wonderful wonderful everything about his characteristics is wonderful which is him being so kind his enormous loving heart his grace his mercies the greatest saving power of please you gotta join me as i welcome and introduce my father my dad my lord the anointed king and if he's the same to you shout hallelujah and agree with me because you already know he's the one and only the only one who is the same and yesterday and today and forevermore he is the author and finisher of my faith my undefeated champion whose blood redeemed us from the curse of sin and death, the only one who is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no man can come to the Father but through him, the reason why he sacrifices life so we can live and be the bridge to the Father. Come on, let your praises ring out for Jesus, the anointed King, the Savior of this world. <laughs> wow. Wow. So if you haven't given him a praise today for him being all that, I suggest you take a moment and give him a praise right now. Go ahead. I'll wait for you while you praise him because I'm going to praise him too because he's my king. He's my Lord. He's my master. I serve him with all my heart, mind, and soul. He saved my life. He saved my heart. He saved my mind from destruction. He saved me from the enemy. I can't thank him enough because he is so loving. He is so kind. He is the great I am. He is the one who was here before. He's going to be the one here that's afterwards. Proof the architect of this world. <laughs> Jesus my savior hmm. once again welcome to the planting the seeds show pray for me and pray with me father i thank you for another wonderful beautiful blessed day lord jesus i'm only here because of you your goodness and your mercies have spared my life again 
I'm still breathing. I'm still seeing. I'm still moving. I'm still functioning, Lord Jesus. Nobody fed me this day. I fed myself. Nobody put a put a, a, a bottle of water to my lips. I put it to my lips myself. Father, you are the greatest, the great I am, Lord Jesus. And as long as you are the great I am, Lord, I purpose my life to serve you for everything, everything, whatever. I'm going to serve you with my whole life, Lord Jesus. So, Father, as I come to you today, as I present this show to planting the seeds, Lord Jesus, Father, in somebody's heart, seed, let me plant this seed in in somebody's mind, let me plant this seed, Father, for your glory, Lord Jesus. For your glory alone, not my glory. Move me out the way, Father. The enemy is not wanted here. Knock his block off in the name of Jesus because you are the only superstar. You are the only one that I'm going to lift so high, 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 high as I can because you deserve it. You went to Calvary. You died for me. <laughs> they whipped you on your back. They, they pulled your beard out. Put a crown of thorns on you, Lord. So you deserve my praise. You deserve my praise. So, Father, I thank you. Bless this show. Bless those that's listening. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen and amen, amen. Man, continue giving God praises because he is worthy of your praise. He went to Calvary. He is worthy of your praise. Don't deny him his praises. Give him his praises. Let me go. Lamentations 3, 22 to 23. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not they are new every morning great is thou faithfulness and then hebrews 9 22 states that without the shedding of his blood there is no remission of sin proverbs 3 and 5 says trust in the lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thine own understanding in all thy ways acknowledge him first and he shall direct thy path in all thy ways. Yes, those are some scriptures to start to show off. I start all the time with Lamentations 3, 22, 23. Cause you imagine, can you imagine if you could just, just stop breathing? And you, you're sitting there and you're gasping for breath. Can you imagine? You ever get you ever got hit in your gut and, and, and you you and you're, you're gasping for breath, and then when it finally comes in, you then you take that 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 cleansing breath, and you're like, oh my God, whew. God provides this breath for you every day, so give Him the praise; He is worthy of it. He deserves it. So let me start today. Today is the first week, the ending of the first week of Black History Month. And Black History Month should be every day, Black History Day. Like I said, they should not be able to put on us what month we should be able to celebrate Black History. We should be able to celebrate Black History 
Every day, every time you get up and you look into the mirrors, every day you celebrate Black History Month. And then you think about all the, 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 the people who was the founding fathers that was there before you, that paved the way, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, you know, Rosa Parks, you know, um, um, uh, what's the one? Uh, 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 Shirley, Shirley Chisholm, they made a park. They named a park after her over there on the Belt Parkway, you know. And then, of course, we have Barack Obama, Barack Hussein Obama, first black president. Didn't do one term. He did two terms. He did eight years in the White House, right? But I have a personal one. I have a personal Black History Month honoree. And tonight, it would be my pleasure and my honor to present to you my Black History Month person. Who is she? She's my mother-in-law. Yep, you heard me. My mother-in-law. Most people, most men, they don't, they don't like their mother-in-law. I don't, don't know why. <laughs> but I love my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law, Jemeline Bernard. Yep, that's her name, Jemeline Bernard. This, was, this woman was born and raised in Trinity, Tobago. She's the second oldest out of, guess, guess how many siblings she had? Fourteen. The second oldest out of fourteen, right? And this woman, she was an RN who worked in the field for 51 years. 51 years in RN. For what I understand, she ran a hospital, this hospital. And the last place she worked was New York Downtown Hospital. It was formerly known as Beekman Hospitals, right there, right across the street, like right behind Pace University, right over the Brooklyn Bridge, right? And, and <laughs> my mother, my mom is a, She's a, she's not a diamond, but she's a gem. You know, she raised my wife and her son in Brooklyn, New York City. Guess how old she is? My mother-in-law is 82 years old. Smart, sharp, like a whip. She's getting around. She cooks. She's still cooking, y'all. She's, she's moving furniture around. She's painting. She's hanging up curtains. She don't want you to do nothing for her. I got it, I got it. That's what she says. <laughs> and she always liked to go. Ma, you want to take a ride? Okay, give me a minute. Let me get ready. <laughs> you know, she's, she, she's vibrant, witty, you know, tell the joke, always laughing, high spirit, never down. This, this lady is, 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 a, is a, like I said, she's not a diamond, she's a gem. You know, she was a member of Lighthouse Church for over 30 years. She was a health temperance ministry leader, adventurer leader, a division of Pathfinder, also an event planner and a caterer. A caterer, you know. So I gotta, I got you gotta, gotta give kudos to my mother-in-law. Not a diamond, but a gem. Gotta give it to her. Okay. Today's show is Equipment 
inspection. Equipment inspection. I always end the show with Ephesians 6 and 10, where it says, Be strong, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So I'm going to start there. If he, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And then 11th verse says, put on the whole armor of God, all of it. You can't leave none of it off, all of it, that you may be able to stand against the wiles, the schemes of the devil, the enemy. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places wherefore take unto you the whole armor of god he's preparing you for something paul is telling you this because he's preparing you for something <laughs> that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand therefore having your longs, your waist, girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Hmm. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplications for all the saints. Right? And for me, the utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery, the hidden truth of the gospel. Hmm. When I read these scriptures, you know, my, my imagination, it's like a, 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 I'm imagining that it's a roll call. Because he's telling you to put on a, the whole armor of God, you know. And he's telling you, put this on, put that on, put this on. Instructions, right? And if you're in this army, in this fight, this battle, you have to be equipped with these things given to you by the heavenly branch of the kingdom of champions that you'll be fighting for. And the equipment they that they give you or for your pro, your protection, your own protection. And um, I remember working for a paramilitary organization, and uh, corrections, and uh, first we had to be on time for roll call. You couldn't be late or you'd get a late slip. Second, your uniform had to be on point with the right insignias, you know, on your shirt. Tie and tie clip belt we had to have on uh, uh, a shiny black belt with a with a nine eleven knife uh, uh, with a it was a nine it was a knife with a hook 
It's shaped like a hook. When you click the link, what's that for? It was a hook knife, but it was only sharp in the curved part. And that was only sharp because you had to cut somebody down. If somebody wanted to try to hang themselves up, to try to commit suicide, that's what that was. You hook that up and it clips them down. It's not like you can take that knife and you can stab somebody with it. It was just made just for that. This is your equipment. Then you had to have a working flashlight for, like if you're on the midnight and you're going by somebody's cell and you click your light in the cell, you, you don't open a cell. You click your light in the cell in the window and you look and see if they're breathing, right? Or you had the flashlight just in case if the power went out. If the power went out, you need your flashlight, you know? You had to have in your possession a memo book, which is a, you know, whatever you wrote in that book. Like if you wrote which captain did roll call, you know, you get his shield, his shield number. Then you had, if you went on a hospital run, you had to put the inmate's name in the book, his, his charges, his name, his charges, you know, his bail. You had to put all that information in that memo book because... It's a legal document. Even if you're writing and something happened in your housing area, you had to put that in the book. If somebody got slashed, somebody got stabbed, or somebody just got beaten up real bad, you had to put that in the book. Because if, if they called you downtown, they're going to say, what happened? And then you pull out your memo book. Well, on this time, at this date, at this area, this is what happened. So you got to be, be prepared Right? And then you have to have the shoes. Your shoes had to be regulation. They had to be regulation, regulated, assigned. If you didn't have them on, uh, you had the wrong ones on. And also, you had to have on black socks. Why you got to have on black socks? Oh, that's part of the uniform. You got a POF, a post order folder, telling you how to dress for work. Oh, yeah. Post all the folder. Right? Get back to that later. And and if you didn't have all these things on, you could get written up. They would give you a CD. And a CD is a, another way, another word for command discipline. They will write you up because you had on the wrong color socks. They will write you up because you didn't have on your insignia. You didn't have your flashlight. You can have the flashlight, but the flashlight was not working. It didn't have the batteries. Or you turn it on and the light's supposed to be bright, but it's orange. <laughs> I've seen people, you know, the captain said, let me see a flashlight. And they pull it out, but they wasn't expecting the captain to say, turn it on. And he said, well, turn it on. Let me see. And he turned it on. It was, and it was orange. <laughs> and he would say, when the last you put batteries in there, and they say open it, open it up, and you open it up, and you know how it, the batteries turn white. <laughs> oh man, CD, <laughs> and they would get a CC, CD. I remember an officer. Remember, I'll tell you, you got to have a black socks on. I remember this one officer. He had everything, and this was the this was like a chief. The chief came into the building, and. uh he had everything. He had his memo book, memo book up to date. He had his 9-11 knife. He had his flashlight. Flashlight was bright. 
right? His insignias, his tie, his tie clip. He had pants, his shoes would shine. Everything was on point. And the chief was just fishing. He was fishing to give somebody a CD. And he says, lift your pants leg up. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. He said, lift your pants leg up. And the dude stepped back. He said, why are you stepping back? He said, lift your pants leg up. And he lifted his pants leg up. He had on white socks. He said, oh. He said, close, but no cigar. And he gave him a CD for that. <laughs> so when you get written up and you're, getting, and you're given a CD, you lose stuff. It takes stuff from you, like vacation days. Or if it's really bad, they would they would take your post. If you have a steady post, steady post was the bomb. Steady post, and if you was on the wheel, if you was on the wheel, you did you did one week three to eleven, one week seven to three, one week midnight. Then they can chop you up and give you one to nine, eleven to seven, three to eleven. It, the wheel is raggedy. The wheel is raggedy. So they can take you off the steady post. They can put you back on the wheel. And and you're like you're like oh man, this is crazy, <laughs> you know. So pretty much when you're in Ephesians six and ten, the Lord is giving you a command through Apostle Paul instructions to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. How can we do that? Like I said, you're in the military, and you're standing, you're standing there, and you you you're standing at roll call, and and the King of Glory he's He's checking out your equipment. The king of glory says, you don't have this here. You take that. Put this on. Put that on your waist. Put this over your chest. Put this on your feet. <laughs> Put this on your head. The king of glory is telling you that because he knows you ain't going to be able to fight against the enemy physically. So it's a spiritual thing. So now the six basic spiritual things that are used to be able to stand, which is a military expression that refers to a posture of opposition towards an enemy. You know, picture back when 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 the Philistines and, and the children of Israel and they had they had Goliath, he was coming in there barking stuff, ah, fight me, who's gonna fight me? And you know, and they were standing there, posture for war. Philistines was on one side of the ravine and the children of Israel was on the other side. They standing there, they had their equipment. Like what? You ain't coming through here? And like what? We ain't gonna go over there till we get the command. But we're gonna make sure. But they were standing there at attention. It wasn't like they was laying or leaning up against the thing. You know, nobody was there. They had a cell phone. We were, Hold on, let me text my girl. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, they was on YouTube or they was on Facebook. No, they were standing there ready for war. All they had to do was just wait for the command, you know? <laughs> and it's like, well, let the enemy defeat us. And he said, stand against all the strategies of the enemy, efforts to disrupt the church and its saints, the false teaching, his distractions and deceptions. Paul knew that when he wrote 2 Corinthians 11 and 3, he said, but I am afraid lest somehow as the serpent deceived every, his craftiness, 
your mind may be led astray from the sincerity and the purity of devotion to Christ. 2 Corinthians 11 and 3. I'll read it again. But I am afraid lest somehow as the serpent deceived every his craftiness, your mind may be led astray from the sincerity and the purity of devotion to Christ. Right? First, girding your waist with truth. Right? I, I, I had said before, if you... You trust something that you trust. You you have truth in something that you trust. So you're like, yeah, okay, I believe in it, so I'm going to trust it. Truth, right? Now, this, this belt is like the belt that we used to wear for corrections. Now, when we used to go on hospital runs, right, right we didn't walk around in the jail with a gun. No, no, uh-uh-uh. These dudes would overpower us, take our gun, and they would use it on us. So what we did, we had to put our guns in the control in a lockbox. So what happened was, if they caused you to go on a hospital run, you had to go to your locker and get ready. You had on, you had to put on your vest, bulletproof vest, right? See where I'm going? Put up a bulletproof vest, and you would have to unbuckle your belt and slide on a holster for your gun tighten up your belt so your holster won't fall off when you put the gun in it right so now you put that on with the breastplate to provide protection the bulletproof vest provides protection. You get shot, it'll hit the vest. It'll take the wind out of you, but it won't penetrate. Breastplate of salvation. Right? The bless breastplate of righteousness because you have to believe in the righteousness in your salvation. So now you, you have this on. You have your, your firearm. You have your belt. And you have your breastplate to protect you, right? And then 1 Thessalonians 5.8 says, But because we are of the day, we must be sober by putting on the breastplate of faith hmm, and love and as a helmet the hope of salvation. First Thessalonians 5 and 8. Right? So now you have that on. You have the gun. You have the belt. And you have the breastplate. Right? Now, now the vest for us was the shield of faith. That's the shield because you, you, you put your faith in that bulletproof vest. And they even have stab vests. Now, let me tell you something. It's crazy how a bulletproof vest will stop a bullet, but it won't stop a knife. If somebody stabs you through that bulletproof vest, it'll go through. That's crazy, right? So that's why they make stab vests. You have a stab vest and you have a bulletproof vest, right? 
So now you're getting equipped. So when you go out there, you won't get killed. Nobody won't harm you, right? So now the shield of faith, spiritually, the shield of faith. This is your primary defense in battle. In the same way, the believer's trust in God provides protection against the devil and his tricks, right? It's, a, it's the same thing with the bulletproof vest. Now you have the shield of faith. You have to have faith in God. Mark eleven twenty two, have faith in God, right? Then you get the helmet of salvation, right? In corrections, you didn't get a helmet. No, there's no helmet that you put on your head when you go on them hospital runs. You get a helmet when you have the riot gear. Yes, you do get a helmet, but it's a riot gear helmet, and it has a shield in front of it. Just in case somebody's throwing stuff, it'll protect you from all types of fluids. Right? Helmet of salvation. It's the protection of the head. The spiritual head. Knowing and believing God's assurance of salvation. Hmm. What's the scripture that says? Oh, it says, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Hmm, you got to know that in your head, in your heart. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thy shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servant of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. So the helmet of salvation is believing that God is going to protect you. Believing that God has saved you. Believing that you're going to make it out whatever situation there is because you have Christ. That's what he said. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Now, the sword of the spirit. Right? Just like we have the gun. I had a Glock. Right? They had Smith and Wessons. Right? 15 shots. And then what you do, you go, you don't go with just one clip. You got one clip in the in the gun. Then you know, on your 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 belt you had the 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 thing for the magazine holder. So you had one in the gun and you had two on your waist. Sword of the Spirit was your gun in the in the city, but in the spiritual realm it is the IIW I call it the IIW because when Jesus pulled out his IIW he said it is written and he spit that word out at the Satan at the enemy <laughs> this weapons help believers proclaim proclaim the gospel message to act on God's behalf and come back untaxed from the enemy you know, and like I said, you got to have those, 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 those weapons of warfare. You got to be able to, to fight against what's coming at you. You know, they used to give us a, a baton. 
It's called a soleaton, you know, close combat fighting. You know, if you can't get to your gun, you can pull out your soleaton and, and you know, pat those hands, pat, pat, pat those wrists, you know, hit them against the, the shoulder blades and stuff. You're not supposed to crack them upside their head, but if you aimed at the shoulder and the head got in the way, that's what they used to tell. That's how they used to tell us how to write. The guy got cracked upside his head. You split his head wide open. I was aiming for his shoulder and his head got in the way. <laughs> we don't care about the enemy. We knock his block off. We split his head. We chop his legs off. We knock his block off in the name of Jesus. You know why we do that? Because he's going to do that to us. He don't care about us. You know, my brother said the other day, he said, the enemy don't take vacations. He's got a hundred jobs. He don't take vacation. He works all the time. Why? Because he know he only have just a little bit of time. <laughs> just a little bit of time. <laughs> And I saved the shoes for last because in battle you need a, a good pair of shoes to fight it. You know, like I said, the, the shoes are regulations. That they, they, they tell you what type of shoes to get. You know, people was wearing, we was wearing Timberlands. <laughs> you know, sometimes the, the, the chief or the captains will come up in there and say, yo, those are not regulations. Give me a report. And you're like, what? You know, they look good with my uniform. Those are not regulations. Give me a report. You know? I knew a new officer. He was wearing wallabies. He had the black leather wallabies. And, you know, and he was getting away with it. <laughs> you know? Thank God he didn't get a CD or whatever. But your shoes have to be intact. You know? It's just like when, when, when the soldiers was out there at war. Just, just, just imagine the Philistines and, and the children of Israel, they out there, they had to have on good shoes, right? Because when, when the enemy fought, what they would do, they would put these metal spikes in the ground, you know? So, so when you come in the war, you running, ah, and you step on these things, and that thing shoot through your foot, your big toe, Hit that bunion. Ow, my bunion. You, are you going to fight? You're going to, ow, 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 You're going to be trying to retreat because your feet is not good. <laughs> you know, one of my pastors, I had a female pastor, right? And she said she fights in four-inch heels because of that. Because she don't want the devil to be sticking them spikes through her feet. And, and that was a powerful message that she she preached. She said that she fights in four-inch heels. You know, sometimes you can, you run, you remember stumping your toe? Stumping your toe, what happens? Ow, no, not the big toe, the pinky toe. You stump the pinky toe, guess what? You ain't going to want to walk. You were like, ow, like it, it sends a shock wave through your whole body. So you got to make sure you have on the right pair of shoes, you know? And, and it, it's just crazy because if your dogs ain't right, <laughs> you know what I mean? If your dog ain't right and your feet is, is, is hurt, 
or or just put it like this you out there you fighting and uh like in the snow the other day we had snow and i was outside shoveling the snow and your feet get cold through those shoes but if you have on a good pair of shoes your feet's not going to get cold your feet going to be protected and then next thing you know you're walking like you're walking like Frankenstein. Oh, why are you walking like that? My feet hurt. <laughs> you know? Excuse me, but if your feet is on solid ground, you'd be able to stand. You know, like that song says, My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. And you know, it says, On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is not sinking sand if it's the gospel it is sinking sand all other ground is sinking sand if you're standing on the ground on the gospel you will not sink because if you if you're not standing on the gospel it's full of sharp spikes that will inflict wounds so when Paul wrote these words I picture myself like like he was standing at roll call and and Christ is the captain and he's he's checking all your equipment that you have on for battle before going out into the hedges and highways and and you know your office you know you might have some enemies there your bank of course you have enemies there because if you if you're a child of God you're gonna have enemies because of Christ. You know, you go into the bank, you know. Oh, thank you. Have a nice day. God bless. How you doing? Oh, I'm good. Thank God. You always throwing God up at me. I should shortchange him. Get his check cash. I should shortchange him. And they're going to hate you because of Christ. And the jails. I used to work in the jails. The guys used to be like, come on, man. I don't want to hear that. I'm Muslim. Yo, I don't wanna, I don't wanna hear that because yo, man, that, that ain't true. That, yeah, man, that's that's a bunch of fairy tales. You know, you go to the mall. I see people at the mall and they, and they, they passing out tracks. You know, they, they, they talking about God's goodness and everything. And people are like, man, get out of here. I don't wanna, you know, they ridicule them and they, and they talk bad. I saw a video on uh, YouTube with a guy. He was preaching the gospel. He was standing on a, on a crate preaching gospel and the guy kicked the crate out from underneath him. Yeah, he kicked the crate, kicked the crate from underneath him. And it was like, well, why did you do that? Because now vengeance is mine, says the Lord. So now if they go that heavy word again, if he don't give his life to the Lord and repent for his sins, you know, the Lord's gonna get him for that. Because that's his servant. You messing with his servant. He's telling people about Christ. You know. So I, I imagine. I imagine. While Paul was writing this. You know. And, and Jesus is sitting there. And he's just checking people's equipment. And he said. No, no, son. Put that on. You need that helmet of salvation on. You got to stop thinking like that. You got to stop allowing that into your mind because whatever you think of the longest, that's what's going to be the strongest. 
You can't be watching that on TV. Put on that helmet of salvation. Yo, stop watching all of that sex on TV. Watching all of that murder. Stop watching all of these money-making schemes because that's what's going to be in your mind. You got to think on the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ and all that he's done for me. You got to think about his goodness and his mercies. Lamentations 3, 22 and 23. You got to think about his mercies that you're not consumed. You got to think about all the promises that he's done. You got to think about why he came to this earth. Why did he sacrifice his life? So you got to guard your mind. That helmet of salvation. You got to guard your heart because you can't have nobody telling you. You can't have a a, 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 a wishy-washy heart in this army of the Lord. You're either going to be strong. You can't. You can't be weak. Oh my God, no, no, no. Uh, uh. You got to be strong. That heart got to be strong. It's got to beat victory. Your heart got to beat victory. So while you beating victory, you got to protect it because you don't want nothing to penetrate. And kill that heart. So all of that deceitfulness, all that when people be talking to you, be like, yeah, man, nobody, yo, listen, listen, yeah, you can serve God, but you can do this too. You can serve God, but yo, it's okay. It's okay to go to the club. Yo, it, it's okay. Yo, listen, Bible say wine is a mark. Listen, just don't drink too much. You ain't have to, you don't have to drink and get drunk, drunk. Just get drunk. You know, you have to protect your mind, your heart from all of that. Protect yourself. And then how you protect that, you throw that, slap them dudes with the shield of faith. Padow! My God says, it is written. He shall supply all my needs. Slap them with that shield of faith. Padow! And then you pull out your sword of the spirit. It is written. Bow! Romans 8, 6. To be carnal-minded is death. To be spiritual-minded is life and peace. Yo, fight back. You got to have that heart to fight back. Don't sit there and let the enemy beat you down. No, you fight back. Fight back. That's why he say be strong in the Lord. And the power is might. You use his equipment. You use his equipment. Don't let the devil, you know now they be fighting, they step on your feet, bow. No, you step on your feet, you got on the the the, the gospel of peace. No, 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 uh-uh. You fight. That's why you got on that whole armor. That's why he tell you to put on a whole armor of God. Don't take it off. He don't tell you when to take it off. He just tell you to put it on. And then what you do? He tell you to stand. Stand like you standing there like with, with with some like like oh we're going to overcome stand there with confidence like yeah we got the victory already the enemy can be sitting there just like Goliath with all that talk all that talk and then and, and in that camp the children of Israel 
He was scared. <laughs> and David stepped up. What? Tired of his mouth. So that's how we got to be with the enemy. Tired of all of this senseless stuff that's going on in the world. Tired of this here uh, Maracron, this coronavirus, all that good stuff. In the name of Jesus, knock his block off. Uh-uh. 91st Psalm says that you will not come nigh my dwelling. Knock his block off. <laughs> it's crazy. You know? And we got to be able to, to represent God because we are ambassadors. We got to represent God the right way. God don't have no weaklings. God got stro strong soldiers, warriors on his side. Why? Because he empowers them. He trains them. He, he tells them and he shows them how to overcome through the word of God. Do that word of God. See, and in the same way, God has his roll calls. And God is getting his, his soldiers ready. The enemy has his roll call too. And he's getting, his, his boys is already ready. And he's getting them, he's telling them, listen, fight. When they fall down, you put your, yo, just keep them down. Don't let them get up. You can't let them get up. Just keep telling them, just keep, keep, keep talking about doubt. Keep saying, well, I can't do it. Well, I can't do it. Well, I got to do it. I got to I gotta go to the doctor. No, 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 no. Keep them down. You know? Like my man said, he, he wrote that song, We Fall Down, But We Get Up. We get up. We fall down. Get up. Get up. You know what I'm saying? Which roll call are you going to be at? Are you going to be at the Lord's roll call? Are you going to be at the enemy's roll call? You know, the Lord is saying, be strong in the Lord and the power is might. The enemy is telling his soldiers to be strong in, in my de deceitfulness, in my deception, in my hatred, my lust, in my do whatever you feel just like doing. Just don't do what God is telling you to do. And if that's what you want to do, stand on his side, which will lead to death. You're on the wrong side. Let me persuade you to come over to God's roll call. God's roll call is full of soldiers whose robes were washed in the blood of the Lamb. And after this life is over, we will wear a crown and have eternal life. See, the enemy's roll call is, is, is full of people that's going to die. <laughs> God's roll call is full of people that's going to live. He, he gave them equipment to live, to succeed. You don't want that other, other roll call. Because he don't give you. He gives you all the equipment that's going to kill yourself. You might take down a few people. Hatred will 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 kill yourself the lust of the world you know you you got the malice the strife you know you know wickedness variance you know all that stuff is going to kill you it'll take out some people also cuz if they're weak minded then they'll be like yeah you guess you're right yeah you're right you're right 
It'd be just like them tag-alongs. Some tag-alongs, they'd be like, yo, I'll go with you. Yeah, man. And what they're doing, they, they're telling you stuff that you don't need to hear. Like, remember, like, remember Elijah when he, when, when he called Baal? And because Baal is a dead little G, he's that little G God who wasn't going to show up anyway, you know. After his not so disastrous uh, showing up, embarrassed, he embarrassed these guys, the false prophets on Mount, Mount Carmel. He embarrassed them. These dudes was sitting there calling them for hours. Then they started cutting themselves, self-inflicting wounds on them because this dude, their God, wouldn't show up. But kaboom, guess who stepped in the room? Elijah just prayed the prayer. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And he said, you're the God that make things happen. I'm paraphrasing. And that God of our salvation came down and just took over and just lapped everything up and just made everything disappear. <laughs> you know, and then Elijah had to ask, who's on the Lord's side? It's like I'm asking you, who's on the Lord's side? I'm asking you, do you want to be on the Lord's side? Are you tired of being on the devil's side? Come over to the Lord's side. Who wants to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might? Do you want to be strong in the Lord and the power? Do you want God's armor? Get God's armor. You need God's armor. You need it. You need it to survive. So you can't... Survive on the own. That's why he said be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. His might, why? Because you're not strong enough. I suggest you pick the right side, the winning side. Stand on the side and put on the whole armor of the capital G God. Stand at his roll call. Get your equipment expected for victory because... Now, if the Holy Ghost lives inside of you, then the Holy Ghost will say, get rid of that, put this on. The Holy Ghost will tell you, turn that TV off, go get your Bibles. The Holy Ghost will tell you, don't go that way, stop drinking, do this. He'll convict you. The conviction will convict you, and you'll be like, I don't want to do that no more. Holy Ghost will say, I'm not going to call that guy no more. I'm not going to call that girl no more. I'm done. I'm done with sin. Holy Ghost will be like, listen, this is the best side to be on. Let me show you. Let me show you the right stuff, the right way. And he'll be like, oh, thank you, Lord. Cool. That's all I got to do? Yes. That's all you got to do. So, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. This is the first week of Black History Month, you know, and, and we need to be on the, the right side with the whole arm of God when the enemy comes and he starts attacking our families, you know, our, our, our black brothers and sisters and our, our 
nephews and uncles and fathers and you know and they start attacking us we need to have the whole arm of God on so we can pray we need to have that whole arm of God so we can we can go out there and, and, and talk to these brothers and tell them who God is and tell them why Jesus Christ came to this earth he didn't come here just for a party he came here to save the lost you know, we need to put on that whole arm of God when we at work and the enemy is shooting arrows at you. And we can just put that shield up. When I was at work, I used to put my shield of faith on the desk. Because when they come in there, and I, I remember one time I was sitting there and, and, and they, these these girls, they was they was just being really raunchy. They was being raunchy. They was they was eating some they was eating some nuts, and uh, and they they were saying uh, I had to go down and do a mirror lease at this housing area, and they says, um, Oh Lamb, don't think is you gonna come down here and you just gonna relax? Cause I was sitting there reading, I was writing something in my journal, and I I was writing poetry, and I was writing about the Lord. And they were saying, because, yeah, we gonna, we gonna, and they was, I'm not even gonna tell you what it is. They was just saying some raunchy stuff. And one of the girls says, Leave Lamb alone. You know, Lamb is sanctified. <laughs> and I said, Thank you, Jesus. If you resist the devil, he will flee. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard. And that girl said, leave him alone. God used that girl to tell the mother girls, leave him alone. You, don't, you know he's sanctified. He's saved. God is in his life. And, 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 and look at the witness that I had by me having on the whole arm of God. Now, I could have said something back crazy. But why should I? The Holy Ghost didn't tell me to say anything back crazy. You know, that life was past. I don't do that no more. So I thank God that I was able to, to, to stand there and, and represent my Lord, my King, and my Master the right way. You know, hopefully, hopefully, seed was planted be like, listen, you know, I want what he got. I want the, the same God that he got. Don't want nobody to say, yeah, he's just like any little mother Christians. No, I want them to say he's different. That's what we need to say. We need to say and, 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 and have purpose in our hearts and minds. We're different. We're not going to be classified like you just like any all the mother Christians. No. We're going to put on our whole armor of God. And we're going to represent him to the fullest. We're going to stand. And when we stand in confidence, people are going to say, whoa, it's something about her. It's something about him. And they're going to say, oh, okay. Okay, let's, mess, let's not mess with them. Let's not mess with them. You know? Let's not mess with them at all. You know, so I'm gonna pray that we stay, that we 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 whatever side, 
you you get off of that side, the enemy side, come on the side and stand at our roll call. You know, come on this side. It's the best side when you when you serve God. Come on, you got the equipment. It's not gonna it's not it's not gonna be like you're gonna get there and be like, oh wow, you live happily ever after. No, you're gonna fight. You're gonna fight. It's gonna be a fight for what you what you want for what you want and what you want is eternal life you want Jesus Christ and then the fight is going to be easy because he's there with them with you and you have to learn how to trust him if he said it he's going to do it God is not a man that he should lie so you have to trust in him you have to trust in God you know, so let's pray. I'm going to pray that you, 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 you get off that other side's roll call, that you get on the Lord's roll call. You accept his equipment when you stand inspection. And he say, listen, and when it's all said and done, then he says, well done, good and faithful servant. Well done. You, your, 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 your equipment is kind of, kind of messed up. Because the arrows was hitting that shield and faith was bouncing off. It got a lot of holes in it from from the enemy shooting stuff in there. You know, a lot of stuff was was hitting the, the shield of faith and bouncing off the helmet. Yeah, your 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 breastplate of salvation, breastplate of righteousness. Excuse me, is it's got a lot of dings in it, but it protected your heart. That helmet protected your head. <laughs> that shield of faith. Stop a lot of those darts that could have gotten a chink in your armor. Slow death. You know, the shield of faith. <laughs> the shield of, shield of faith. I mean, uh, the sword of the spirit should be used. It's, you should be using it like, like nothing. You should be an expert. We got to be expert marksmen at using our word our shoes, you know, they're going to be scarred up, scuffed up because we wore it in battle. You know, a soldier never goes to battle and get into a heat of battle and come back and his equipment, his armor is all nice, like he never used it. No, it's going to be used. You're going to go to battle and you're going to fight and you're going to come back with war wounds on. But then that war wound that you got is going to teach you, uh-uh, I was slipping. I was slipping. I was sleeping on that one. Not going to do it no more. Mm-mm. I got to do this. I got to read more. I got to be sober. I got to be vigilant. Hey, the enemy's coming at me. What I got to do? I got to take my sword of the spirit and stay. Stick it in his mouth. Knock his block off. Yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. And he would take that sword, that sword, and you would stick it in his wherever. Because he's coming at you to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And you got the word of God. And you got the blood of Jesus too. In the name of Jesus, 
the blood of Jesus. Oh my gosh. And the word. Ah, ooh-wee. Man, oh man, look at what you have. So let me pray. Come on the Lord's side. Stand at the roll call. Get your armor inspected by the champion, the king, who know how to win. The enemy is going to get you killed. He's going to have you out there with the armor that you're going to put up the shield and it's going to break. The strap's going to fall off. Right when that arrow come at you, the strap's going to fall off. Or you're going to brace for a hit and that is going to go straight through that helmet. Your shoes, you're going to be stepping on landmines. So, so stay here with God. Get that armor. Come on the Lord's side like, like, like Elijah. Those prophets was, they was crying out to a dead God. A dead God who was being led by the enemy. But Elijah, he prayed to the living God <laughs> who never dies, who always wins. Whew. Man, listen, God is awesome. God is awesome. If you don't know, let me tell you, he's awesome. And uh, come on the Lord's side and find him out for yourself. Let me pray. Father, we thank you for another wonderful, beautiful day. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for the armor that you've given us. I thank you for the protection that you're giving us. I thank you for the instructions that you've given us on how to use this armor. I thank you for the trust that you've given us. It's the trust in the one who can be trusted. I thank you, Lord Jesus. You are a remarkable, wonderful, and wonderful, blessed God. <laughs> There's nothing that you can't do. There's nothing that you can't do, and I thank you for that. I thank you for, for, for you saving me. I'm glad that you saves and you do exactly what you say by cleaning, cleaning us up and washing us in your blood. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're excellent. I thank you that you're magnificent. You're wonderful, glorious. You're marvelous. You're brilliant. You're supreme. You're outstanding. You're dazzling, remarkable. You're, you're fine. You're, you're, you're first rate, first class. You're of the highest order. You're premier. You're prime. You're unsurpassed. You're unequal. You're unparalleled. You're unrivaled, unbeatable, matchless. You're unique. You're the best. You're the greatest. You're the worthiest. You're perfect. You're faultless. You're flawless. You're all of these things and more. And I thank you that you are my God. I thank you that, that you, you're giving us salvation. I'm thankful that you sacrificed your life so we can be free. I praise you with all my heart. And I pray that, that somebody out there will give their life to you because of who you are. I pray, Lord Jesus, that a seed would be planted, that they, they, they would in, it would at least intrigue somebody who's listening to the sound of my voice, or that they would give their life to the Lord. 
that they would repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The time is getting short. The time is, is winding up, Father. So I thank you, and I give your name all the praise, all the glory, and all, 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 all those words and more, all you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. That's my show today. I'm James Edward Lambda III, bringing you seeds from God's Word. I would like for you to follow me on Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash planting the seeds. And you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at planting the seeds. Send me an email at www.plantingtheseeds.com or write me a letter at James E. Lamb III forward slash planting the seeds, P.O. Box. 30207 Brooklyn, New York 11203 slash 0207 or just go to my Planting the Seeds link tree page also join me on Bible Chats every Tuesday at 8pm and the Victory Line in Jesus name every Thursday and Friday night at 8pm the number and access code is 667-770-1557 Access code is 593-438 Tuesday, Bible Chat We talk about the Word Thursday and Friday My brother, he be preaching the Word Testimonies All that, prayer requests Come out and join us We can pray for you, right? 5 a.m. Monday to Friday, Zoom call with my praying sisters, 379-598-0473. You ain't got to turn on the video. Just come on out and pray with us, right? Password is 984-917. That's Monday to Friday, 5 a.m. Another prayer line is 6 to 6.30, only on Monday and Friday, right? This is the KP. KBT Zoom line, right? 946-2492-1222. Password is 499-567. Praying sisters. Praying sisters. You heard what I said? Praying sisters. Come on out and join us. Join us as we chop it up. Iron shopping's iron as we talk about the word of God. And join our praying sisters, right? Enjoy Black History Month and have a wonderful day in the hands of the Lord. Always remember this. Let me do this first. Proverbs 3 and 5. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Now, my favorite scripture. Ephesians 6 and 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, not yours, because you're not strong enough. <laughs>